Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single day. Rudo Blaze and AJ coming at you live as the Avs fall 3-1 to to the Vancouver Canucks in a hockey game that didn't feel great. I don't think anyone is going to say the Avs played particularly well tonight. And at the same time, it's not that they didn't have their chances. It felt like they just failed to convert a little bit too frequently on the night. So sometimes you take the L. I don't feel that terribly about this one. I'm sure some people in chat will feel very terribly about it. Uh, uh, a couple angles to look at throughout the game, but let's start here. Blaze, AJ, how do you guys feel about the abs through the first two periods? And then we'll talk about the third on its own. I'm going to let AJ go first. <laughs> okay. I've been drinking a little bit. It's, it is Blaze's birthday, chat. So By the way, yes. Blaze gets to do whatever he <laughs> wants tonight, for sure. I love the first two periods happened. <laughs> they sure did. They were two periods of NHL hockey, allegedly. Yeah. And that was uh, that. Was that. I don't really know how else to better sum up this game. Like, this genuinely could be a five-minute podcast where it was like, that was a hockey game. Man, they just yeah. didn't feel like they were ever, like, into it until they got... Yeah. They were down they, two, and it was like, oh, the abs started trying. Yeah. Like, AJ always talks about, like, the abs like to be choked a little bit. And they maybe choked a little too hard tonight. Like, <laughs> just couldn't come back from it. Like, first two periods were lethargic until, you know, they felt like, okay. And the third, like, oh, man, we got to turn it on. And it was just too late. Yeah. I, I just feel like they just, they don't respect teams. And in the NHL, if you don't respect a team, bad shit happens. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's disrespect necessarily, but... Uh, this is a team that is cruising into first in the West. Yeah. They have a four-point lead on the President's Trophy race. It's just not a team that has a lot to play for right now. Let's be honest. There's not anything right. that's really fueling that fire. Yeah, yeah like I'm, I mentioned the other day that at 95 points, they've probably clinched a playoff spot unofficially. Yeah, it's not, not a, they're very yeah. close to it yeah. and there are 20 games to go. So, uh, you know, like I'm, I like, I, I hear where you, I, I hear where you're coming from, man. Like in the big picture, like this is just not that meaningful. Uh, but this was not like a tough homestand. Edmonton, Vancouver, no, Philadelphia should yeah. have been like, all right, that's, that's six points in the yeah. bag. But ultimately, like, if you walk out with four points and the one team that you lose yeah. to is the most desperate of them in Vancouver. Right. You feel okay, okay. with that, yeah. for sure. Uh, but you have to – it's really, like, nights like this happen. You're going to lose games in the NHL. Uh, for me, the, the 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 biggest thing about this is, is how they respond to it. Like, yeah, okay, tonight, tonight, is, tonight is done. It is over. You're not happy with it. You don't You don't like any of it. It's stupid, and then you just move on. But if they if they come out and they they bury Philadelphia, if, even if they just squeak out a win against Philadelphia, okay, then you're fine. But uh, if if you if this ends up being a one-two homestand, that's I mean that's that's it's, dumb. That's, yeah. Well, Darren's that's telling dumb. us that they're gonna lose on Friday. Is he? Well, of course, he's a Flyers fan. <laughs> I know, I know, but I think Darren is expecting the worst <laughs> on Friday also. And and look. I, look, I, I will take I will take Darren's Flyers opinion when he can name a Flyers player. <laughs> true. Hey, he so knows, true. He knows they have a young goalie. He can't. He can't. He's not yeah. a Flyer Claude anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he knows Carter Hart exists. He just doesn't know his name. Okay. Uh, <laughs> look. This has been the case for the Avs for a while now. When they take a loss like this, all you're looking for is you don't want the Avs to make a habit of, of losing play. Yeah. And if they come out and win, you go, okay. Yeah, if you have the bounce back game on Friday, right. no one gives a shit about this game. The Avs have the least regulation losses in the NHL. Yeah. So on the big picture scale, 
these games mean nothing. Let's be honest. When you're looking at an 82-game schedule, losses like this happen to every team all the time, yep. and you don't care. But when you're breaking down the actual game, it's, oh, my God, get that Ferrari shit out of here. Uh, <laughs> I love Charles, for the record. I don't actually I don't actually mind. I don't actually mind. If if Charles wins, I would be genuinely excited. Yeah, Charles allowed to win. Um Carlos is also allowed to win because he drives for the right team. Eh, Carlos less so. Charles is dope. He's just Car- Carlos is just less fun for me. <laughs> Char- Charles drives the hell out of him. Oh, he's, he's so, so he's so sick. He's so sick. So any uh, anyway, um I don't wanna I don't wanna derail yeah. this, but I will. I will also say, what? Like, I I threw out a. I... We broke a wow. mic. We broke a mic arm. Yeah. Nothing to do with what's going on here tonight. What is that? that? Awesome. It just uh, like fell out. Sorry. And anyway, uh, I, w- I I sent out a tweet that said that there were five all of Colorado's five scratches tonight. Yep. Uh, could be people that you could reasonably make an argument for being in the lineup in, in game one of the postseason if, if available. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, like, look, Vancouver needed this, but, like, let's keep in mind some perspective here. Colorado is missing half of its defense. Colorado Colorado is, is missing uh, just the one top six guy, really. I, I uh, in in Landeskog and and like when you're missing Landeskog and Val Nachushkin doesn't play very well. Exactly. Um, yeah. Like it really it really puts a huge magnifying glass on it. Uh, you need you just need Kadri at even strength. You need Burakovsky. Honestly, those guys have to step up and just play better hockey for you. I know Kadri gets their goal on the power play, but. He needs to play better. He needs to finish some chances. You think? I don't like, mind. Where, I didn't mind Kadri tonight. I I just think he needs to be more of a <laughs> of a driving force because most of Kadri's things that I like tonight happened with the man advantage. Now there was the one where he tried to go short side on Halak. He had just, him just hit the post, just yeah. barely missed. And yeah. I think that also like you look at the first two periods of the game and. The abs, the abs just missed their chances. Yeah. They were, they were there. Agreed. They were Andrew Cogliano from Nico Sturm. You know, doesn't finish. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, just not, and not there. But you're talking like, I, I think the top. It's hard for me to criticize the top line too much because they've just been so overworked and so, so I, good. I, the part. It's not even a criticism of Val Nachushkin, but you're seeing him hit his skill ceiling, right? You're yeah, and his I, I, limits as a player. Are. Yeah, and he's not but Gabe Landeskog. That's what you're learning right now. <laughs> you you also like I want. I was curious about two goals for Nazem Kadri in the last 13 games. It's been a little slow. Yep, but he scored the goal tonight. So I, yeah, Kad, Kadri's he, the last on my list tonight, man. He really is. He, I, I like it's great that he got that goal, but I'm just saying like there's when you have injuries in the top six, somebody other than Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen have to step up. And I, I Nachushkin, agree. Nachushkin has done a, a good job getting in there and and being solid, but like Kad like Kadri, again Kadri at even strength outside of the goal Kadri. I think has has more to give. Burakovsky sure as hell has more. Yeah, to give. I'm I'm with you on Berkey 100. percent I, and you're talking like this, like LOC hasn't done anything. JT Comper hasn't done anything. Look, I don't, I don't love to do it, but if if they need to consider putting Newhook back next to to Kadri, I and I know that I know that Lekkinen is going to change a little bit of the math on this, but Newhook, Newhook should be in there next to those guys on the left side. You can just roll your fourth line kind of well, like you did tonight and put Nico Sturm in them in the middle. It, and, like, your third line is essentially a second, fourth line for a little bit. Fine. But Newhook New look looked great next to those guys. You took him away from skill and he immediately disappeared well, again. You need a spark somewhere I, from beyond your first line. I don't even think he disappeared. You look at the first period. He makes a great feed to the middle of the ice to Logan O'Connor. And the puck just rolls off of Loke's stick. And you're sitting there. And you're thinking, boy, if that's Arturi Lekkinen, you feel way better about that play. LOC has hit a wall. 
genuinely a hard wall and it's been bad for multiple games now where it's it's a black hole when the puck gets over to him there's nothing being generated from there and it's like it's such a weird arc for a player because at the beginning of the year you're like wow this guy's going through the ceiling and now all of a sudden it's just leveled out and now it's gotten to the point where it's regressed yeah Anybody want to venture a guess as to the last Logan O'Connor goal? I mean, it's got to be like, is it this January? Yeah, is is it, even, it this year? Yeah, it was the first game in January, yeah. I think. It was. Yeah. January 2nd against Anaheim. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It's brutal. It's, it, it, it's tough. And like, I think everyone understood LOC was probably playing over his head a little yeah. bit through December. Sure. But. Boy, has it come down hard on the offensive side for that kid. Yeah, and and like you don't want to come too don't come down hard on like too hard on Logan O'Connor. For sure, like for sure, he's not like, Logan, Logan O'Connor. No, he's right? never like, been he's not the, he's not the problem. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're when you're when he's getting played on the second line, the second line, he's not getting that kind of usage overall all game long. But he's getting overplayed. The fact that he has. Seven points in 36 games, That's including brutal. zero goals. Yeah. Like, why is he there? Yeah. And, like, this is why, like, look, this, this, this is all, all of this is why Andrew Cogliano, Arturi Lekanen are here, Nico Stern. That's yep. why that they, that's why the bottom six got three new guys because they were looking at it. So, like, Logan O'Connor, I think, will be much, much better. Once he is in, in a more role appropriate job, but right yeah. now, like he's in, he's he's being given a job, and they're in, like, who do you make a real argument for having that job ahead of him? Is yeah. it JT Comper? He hasn't done much of anything. Yeah. That's the problem, right? Yeah. You, is you can't make a good argument for anyone in that bottom six. None of them have consistently produced. I don't even care bottom six. The, the third line has to produce. Sure, what and the, they're not producing. It, the the one player you're looking at is Alex Newhook and you're like every time you put that guy next to talent he's great yeah but you're looking at a rookie player that it's insane to ask him to carry a line by himself <laughs> yeah it's just not going to happen it's yeah. not a realistic ask so you know the last uh, last time Alex Newhook scored a goal oh geez it's been a minute early February he's looking at December oh, seventeenth. Wow. Okay, what the f no? <laughs> early, early February was close. February nineteenth at Buffalo. Nice. Yeah. Last Good time answer. He a goal. So you're now talking about fifteen games in a row with no goal, and he only has five assists in that time. So it's not it's not like he's been blowing the doors off anything. But yeah. you but when you do watch the games, you are watching it. And you're like, there yeah. have been several games where Newark has had jump. He's played really well. And he's just sitting around with no help on the that, third line. But that's that's the eye this, test, right, AJ? I, like, you watch him and you know he has that skill set. It's about surrounding him with players that can help him yeah. define that skill set better. Well, and this is why we talked about at the deadline, one of Colorado's keys being get Alex doing some help. Look, Arturi yeah. Lekkinen is going to help. Absolutely. And I think I, we, we talk about that. We're like, look, man, this, this is a temporary problem. We're not, we're not talking about tonight's game very much because it was pretty straightforward yeah. they they played an okay hockey game they made two killer mistakes in back-to-back -back shifts they give up two goals and then they just can never quite get revved up again to to, to come back from the two goal deficit and Yaro Halak played a great game he did like you give Yaro Halak credit he plays a great game and the abs just it, that's how it is but when you're talking about like like tonight like the third line that like this like Frankenstein's monster of a third line. It, yeah. You know it, what even is it? it? It's constantly changing and evolving, and I can't I, I can't even really get on Bedner for that because you can't say that there's a there's an alternative that right. jumps out at you. There's not until Luckin joins the lineup. There's not a great answer that you feel with the third line, right? Yeah. You're just trying to find someone with a hot hand and hoping for the best. Right, and I, I mean you have. You, we saw Burakovsky get put down there a little bit, and they like they they would have a couple of shifts in the offensive zone. They just didn't did they didn't get anything done. 
And like my frustration with Burkowski, look, I thought Burkowski was involved tonight. I thought he, I thought he played hard. My biggest frustration is the dude has multiple scoring chances, and like He's you're saying, talking about, you're talking about trying to give that guy six million dollars in the off season. Like you've got to have he's got to step the net, up bud. in games like this. Hit the net at least. Yeah. Right. Get it past he's, the first defender. He's gotta he's gotta have better nights than this in situations where he's gotta step up. He ends up with one shot on goal. I think he had three blocked shots and one that missed the net. Yep. And it's yep. just it, it's just like, dude, you've got to be better than that. You know, like you know that he's better than that. You know, you know that there's more there. It was almost like his he he got to his career high and he was just like, ah, he's back now. I don't want to make <laughs> too much money. <laughs> You're like, bro, like, come on, man. It's just it's it's been because like Berkey went through that long stretch where he didn't score, and then he had a couple of games where it was like, oh. I'm all over. He scored four goals in five games. And then since that stretch, it has gone you're now full talking, ghost again. Yeah. yeah. You're talking about eight games in a, in a row again without a goal. Now, streaky is how he goes. You live with that. But it can't be significantly longer than like four or five games. He's, if, you, if you're going to be secondary scoring like that, you've got you've to be good for a goal every handful of games. And you can't like three three assists in eight games. That's what I'm saying. It's just not good enough from the secondary. And he'd have more than three assists if Nazem Kadri could score a goal. You see how these problems kind of all compound each other? I mean, I I, I, I really think a lot of this is Gabe Landeskog. You're watching yeah. You're watching Val Nichushkin hit his ceiling on the top line. You're watching him fail to finish opportunities on the power play. And you put Landeskog back in the lineup, and it works everything down a tier. Yep. Instead of Valnichushkin or Landeskog, however you want to sort it on the second line, you're running a Logan O'Connor up there. You're running, uh, when they're not putting Newhook up there, there's just a, a hole of talent on the second line. You're missing, you're really running five top six players and a gap. And when you get off nice from an Andre Burakovsky, your second line disappears for the most part on yeah. nights like that. Hey, you know, you 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 say you you bring up Nachushkin. Nachushkin is exactly what I'm talking about with reliable secondary scoring. What's the longest stretch of scoreless games you think Val Nachushkin has had this year? I guess six or seven. Maybe. Blaze? I mean, I think it's a little bit more. I think he's like in the ten to twelve range. Is that a four, four or five? I can't see. That's it. Wow. Four that's, games. That's, that's consistent. His longest, that's his longest scoreless stretch of the season. And it just happened, and he responded. He bookended it with two-point games. Yeah. When he, and when he, when he got done with that scoreless stretch, he had five points in three games. So the, what he's giving you is what you need from Kadri, what you need from Burakovsky. And, like, look. I understand Nazem Kadri was MVP of the game through 45 games. But that time that time's done and he's slipped considerably since then. So when you talk about the top line needs help, the top line needs help. It just does and and it's Nachushkin needs help. Mac Miko, sure, those like, guys they they need they need not just not just guys who could actually score but guys who are at least Playing in the right end of the yeah. ice here. I I agree with you here on, on a lot of takes. I do want to get into it more, but we are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. You can go over there. You can bet on March Madness. Pick any team in March Madness to win their next game. Bet $5. You can win 200 when you sign up with code DNVR. So jump on that. Get the great opportunity there. When you get $200 in free bets, maybe not his best night, but Cal McCarr is still going to win the Norris. So... It's go a good bet. Go win a bunch of money there. This Roman Yossi nonsense is not it. Kale McCarr's better. Get over it. Live with it. it learn to accept it if you're a Nashville fan, I guess. Or if uh, you don't want to bet on Avs hockey right now, the NCAA Frozen yeah. Fours. You got DU coming up right tomorrow. DU. I mean, I would be putting money on DU right now. They're a powerhouse. You can yep. bet on Sean Barron, still an Avs prospect. <laughs> Unlike the rest of their defensive prospects. 
but head on over to DraftKings. Use that DNVR code to sign up to get a $5 bet for $200 on any March Madness team. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Secondly, if you want to watch the Avs, you want to do it on your TV, and you want it to be easy, get Avaca TV. Avaca TV is just like any normal television broadcast, except for it's not Comcast, because it actually has altitude. And it's not DirecTV, because it's actually cheap. For 25 bucks a month, you can get Avaca TV hooked right up to your television, just like normal cable or whatever you want. You turn on your TV, you can put it on altitude. They also have AT&T Sports Network. They have national channels. Super great, super easy. You can watch the Avs. You don't have to jump through the pirating hoops or the whatever streaming service it is that you want to use. It's just like watching regular TV. So jump on it. Go to avaca.tv slash dnbr. That's E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash DNVR to get hooked up with Avaca today. We've had a bunch of people switch and they say it's great. Super easy to watch the abs. They get them on their TV. There's no delay like NHL network, ESPN plus all that stuff on the, on the 15 to 30 second delay. It's not like we, we have Comcast at our house. Yeah. And the wife finally today was like, I want to get the Avaca TV. There you go. She she doesn't watch it, so she hasn't watched any games this year because I'm not at home to watch right. them with her. And you can't get them. And she's like, it's there's too many things to do. Like I can't do them when you're not here. So right. I just don't watch them. Yeah. So she's fine. I was like, let's just get this. I got Avaca TV. It's pretty cool. There yeah. you go. That's that's what I'm saying. Avaca's the way to go. So yep. jump on Avaca TV. Go get that. Also, Avs party bus April sixteenth. Yeah, tickets are filling up quick. We're trying to we're almost full with the first bus. We will get a second bus. Let's fill the second. If bus. you guys all sign up, uh, it's first you come to the bar on the game day. Then you take the bus to the game. You enjoy the game. You included in the price is a lower bowl ticket. Section 120. We're also going to have a DNVR booth at the game. So you can come hang out with us in intermissions, stuff like that. And then you take the bus back to the bar. We all party after what will inevitably be an avalanche win. It's going to be dope. Every part of it is going to be dope. Going as a large group yeah, to a game it's, it's is sick. so fun. It's sick. Yeah. Genuinely a great time. So be sure to get signed up for the party bus. You can get tickets now at the dnblocker.com. Jump on that today. Get involved. Go have a great time with everybody at the party bus. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I, uh, I'm not sure. I don't know the answer to this question. So, when's the last time we've seen a genuine depth goal, depth forward goal from the Avalanche? I, we've seen over the last two games, it's been all power play goals. It does feel a little bit lacking in the Avs' bottom six, and and I know we Lekkinen is coming. I mean, I think Comfer scored. I will say, like, Lekkinen is coming, but, like, the guy has, what, like, 13 goals this season? 13, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. The fact that he was the third highest scorer on Montreal's team is an indictment of Montreal, not (laughs) something that you can expect him to carry on into Colorado. I'm just, like, I'm just saying, like... But the thing is, you're not asking the world of the Avs depth, right? You're you're asking them to score once every three games. Well, and I think yeah. it, it, it becomes more important too, as we start going into the playoffs, because obviously your top line has to be your top line during the playoffs. But the thing that separates teams that go further is the depth scoring. Yeah. Right. And obviously we talk about, you know, the abs have the defensive core that produces points. So it's like, cool. You have that. That's that X factor that the abs have. But for them to make a run, they're going to have to start seeing scoring from that third line. I don't care about the fourth line. I'm saying specifically that third line has, and even second line, has to produce points. Yeah. I, I think it's a fair argument. And look, will I can help that? Yes, I think Absolutely. so. But you're also looking at a team where they regularly get quality play quality production out of four guys, even with Kadri's drop-off, 
He's still producing relatively well. Great goal tonight. Obviously, Miko and Mac find their points. Yep. Didn't get them tonight, but they find them regularly yeah. enough. But it still feels too often like a lot of shifts are, oh, you're just waiting for the big guns to get back out yeah. there. You're waiting for, oh, okay, the top line's not out there. Oh, McCarr and Taves aren't out there. Okay, go next. Just, yeah. just survive. You're wanting a little bit more out of that, for sure. When you look at this game, we can actually break down the goals here. Goal number one, I mean, that's just, you need better from Josh Manson on that play, right? Like, Yeah, and I, I just, that's that's it. You need better from Josh Manson. Like, yep. I, there's nothing else to say about it. There isn't, there, this, it's not a, that's not a systems thing. It wasn't a systems thing the other day when he just, Turn the puck over puck yep. and, and overskated it and left it behind. This isn't a systems thing. This isn't a fatigue thing. This is just a failed execution thing. There's no excuse to be made there other than he just needs to play better. Like, I I don't have big problems with Manson's play as a whole. It's not like he's yeah. It's not like he's creating a number of juicy turnovers. It's every just one night. big mistake. It, yeah, it's he's made he's made. One well against against Edmonton. Yeah, it was really. multiple. It was multiple. <laughs> that was a bad. Game. Um, that was a that was that was like the turnover was bad, but he also had a couple of bad defensive yeah. reads that I wasn't yeah. thrilled with. But it's it's the it's it's the he's not like it's not like every time he touches the puck, you're like, oh god, here we go. <laughs> it's just that he he just made he just failed to execute tonight, like. They had a three. They, they had a three-on-one advantage. Yep. Along the wall there, he should have just made a better play. Like it's not that difficult to just make a better play with the puck. Uh, you have to be more. You you can't make the play that you did, and especially against Elias Pettersson and Brock Besser. Like if that's not Brock Besser taking that shot, it probably isn't the goal. Yeah. And so it just compounds that mistake. Like it, it, that's all it really is. You just. He makes he makes one or two better plays with the puck. We're not talking about it like this. Yeah. So, it, like Manson has better to give. He'll be fine. It would obviously help him um, if he was not playing next to Jack Johnson and was playing next to a guy who was who can help him well, a little bit with some of that puck moving acumen. But he's gonna have to be, he's gonna have to get through those struggles it, on his own. It's I don't want to take onus off of Manson on that play, but you also had Jack Johnson, who ends up minus two tonight. On that first play, he puts himself in no man's land, tries to block a shot, tries to play goaltender, and fails. And then he gets just roasted on the second goal, which not really entirely his fault, no. but you're seeing the limitations of a player like Jack Johnson at this point in his career pop up at the in the Avs defense as it is now. You're asking that guy to play a top four role, and he's just not capable of it. Yeah, and they're not even, I mean, he's not even playing a top four role. He played like 13 minutes tonight. <laughs> sure. You're putting him with Manson a decent amount, though. And when you look at quality of competition, you go, oh, Jack Johnson's out there against Brock Besser, against Elias Pettersson. And you're like, yeah. I'm hoping we survive well, on this one. Well, what's yeah, like, to, right now they have to. They don't have a choice. Right, right it, now they have stuck. to take their chances. They're somewhere. stuck with yeah. it for sure, and and that is what it is. And the Avs will get through it, and then hopefully they get healthy defensemen. And this isn't a conversation anymore. Yeah, yeah. but right now it is. So, and you're not asking Manson to do offensive minded things, like for sure. You want him to be good on that one side of the puck, and he just hasn't been executing on it. And that's what you're asking him to do, right? Like, obviously, there is a little bit of ramp up learning the systems and stuff. But in the defensive zone, some of the plays that he's making and some of the reads that he's making, it just seems like it's a little bit late or it's just a little bit careless. And, like, those things will get cleaned up as he starts playing with the abs a little bit more and understanding what he's being asked to do out there. Yeah. But you just if, – if you guys are looking at Manson to, like, create offense – not going to happen with him. Well, well and, and to provide a full picture here, Manson's shot metrics tonight are good. Yeah, it's it's just uh, a critical are, mistake. Those are bonuses, yeah. though, right? Like, you guys aren't like, taking stock in, like, 
him producing. No, you're not. You're not points. expecting him to produce he's points. Not, he, yeah. he had nine points in Anaheim. Like I'm not asking him to score. Yeah. That's yeah, not yeah. what he's gonna do. Yeah. But uh, and and if 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 Gerard and, and both if both Gerard and Byram are on your defense come postseason, like yeah. you're he's you're talking about you've five got, for scoring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you've got four guys that you're looking to, to to help you carry some of the offensive load, and you're like, all right, just go, just go crush people and yeah. make one, make a good first pass. Yep, that's literally it. And like Josh, Man- I thought Josh Manson was fine tonight, all except, game, except all, for the one play, every, except for the one play. Yep, like I, I thought he was terrible all game long against Edmonton, but I thought that yeah. he was. It was just the one play tonight. I, I just. Thought, I just thought that was bad. Yep. But the rest of this is the the rest of it. I think is just fine. Like I really, I'm not. I, I don't feel the need to crush. No. Manson's he, overall he, game here he because I think he's doing just fine. Yeah, doesn't deserve that, to be ripped apart. It's just that like, one play that you need better yeah, from. Yeah. The body the body of work says that it's all it like there's things that you can feel good about. The the. The big mistake, though, undeniable. Yeah. That just has to. He just can't do that. You can't give. Well, then, and the pizza like, delivery of the game. Well, <laughs> it was, but like the play goes deeper than that too, right? You're looking at two periods of the Avalanche failing to finish their chances, yeah. and if yeah. they're if it's if that game is two nothing or three nothing at that point, and you're like, wow, that was a really bad play for Manson, but it's three one, so yeah. who cares? Yeah. Instead, it's a one nothing game because of that mistake for Manson. So yeah, well, and then on your next shift, Eric Johnson pinches in. Yeah, and gets caught horribly. Jack, yeah, leaves Jack Johnson hanging, and then uh, somehow on a two on one, Jack Johnson makes a makes a decision and a play that leaves him it actively it, defends rem- nothing. Yeah, removes himself entirely from the conversation, and yeah. it's Nathan McKinnon battling with JT Miller for a puck yep. behind Darcy Kemper, where you're just like, what the hell? <laughs> so I just it, and and like right now, Colorado's defense: Curtis McDermott, Jack Johnson, Josh Manson. You have three dudes that are not going to give you anything on offense, yeah. and it's yep. like three and a half with EJ. Yep. <laughs> and when you have an offense that pre- that is predicated on throwing as many pucks from the blue line towards the net as their offense is, like having three and a half guys that are not going to that are not reliable sources of offense and in any given game, like are not going to make creative or dangerous plays in the offensive zone. It's a limitation, and then you add up with some of the some of the lineup configuration issues that they're having right now. Like they've just gotta they've just gotta figure. Well, they have to and, find a way through the sludge for the next few and, weeks. Yeah. And and the reality is, been their worst offensive stretch of the year. Agreed. And the reality is, the Evs have a cushion where they can get through this. It's not a big deal. They can trudge through, and it's going to be a little bit sloppy. And Bednar's going to—you're going to see some weird mix and match stuff going on. But you're looking at the rest of the West, and you're like, "I don't care about any of these teams." <laughs> and even in the President's Trophy, you're like, "You know, we can get away with a little bit here." And it's great, Lekkinen will almost certainly be in the lineup Friday night, and I'm sure. They've stated they're going to put him next to a new hook, but I'm sure if Bednar sees something, he'll be willing to experiment. And it's going to continue probably through the rest of the season until you get Landy back on the offensive side. The defensive side uh, will likely stabilize when Gerard returns. If not, you know, Bowen Byron will be back when he's back. You just kind of deal with that. The Avs have enough leeway that they can do kind of whatever they want in trying to find stuff right now. The regular season is almost more about experimentation than anything else for this hockey team. And, and you look at it like Landis, Gerard, that, that announcement was what? Almost two weeks ago. Yeah. Not quite two weeks ago. So it'll be two weeks this weekend, right? Gerard will be, Gerard should be back mid April at the latest. Right, like you're talking, like you're already, you're you're almost like halfway through the Gerard injury. Yep. And if you if he gets healthy and he comes back and he's Sam Gerard again and not 
the, the lesser nerfed, version, yeah, the nerfed version, the one dealing with the back injury that that we've watched most of this year. This none of this matters. Like <laughs> the abs were the abs were missing again. The abs are missing five guys, four undoubtedly, yep. who if available are in their lineup, and they're all impact guys. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, from a game like tonight, where it's zero zero in the third period, we've seen them in a couple of these situations. They didn't. They just didn't really. They just didn't really play that great. Vancouver played well enough. They capitalized on one more mistake. Like, this is just. It's fine. Like, yeah. This is fine. It's it's hockey too, right? Like, the Avs are good, and going down the stretch, you're gonna lose games to teams that like you feel like you shouldn't lose to. But it's hockey, and it happens all the time. All the time. Like, you're just going to lose to teams where you outplay them. Yep. And it, you just lose. That, that's hockey, baby. Yep. Uh, I do want to end this period on a positive note. Our king of the game, I'm giving it to Nazem Kadri. He scored the goal tonight. He had six shots on goal. Had a post. Arguably could have had another goal tonight. On a night where you're asking for more out of your depth, do you want more on a Kadri on the whole for the last month or so? Probably. Yes. But... Uh, the dude's not afraid to go in there and do what he does best, right? He's trying to dangle people. He's trying to walk. And that's Kadri's game. That's what you roll with with Kadri. And great finish tonight, too. Yeah. Got the one goal, found a rebound or loose puck, whatever you yeah. want to call that, and puts it away. And and nearly like was two inches from having two goals tonight. Yeah. So Hey, if this takes the lid off and he starts scoring goals again, this loss was worth yeah, oh, 100% on that. Oh, Rudo, let's take these loser yeah, shots. Yeah, we got we to do these loser Sorry, shots. Sorry, AJ. It's Blaze's birthday Blaze's shots. Birthday, so here we go. I'm going to do some this Jaeger. This like our fourth or fifth one. Oh, give me a shot you like if it's a loser shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's what this well, AOL noise. Yeah, what was that? Yeah. I get that the I get the party old. stuff, but not the AOL stuff. I guess because I'm so old, there's dial-up. Yeah, and you were alive for the dial-up age. I was alive for the dial-up age. What the? Fuck? Were you in high school? I mean, you were barely alive. No, I was in high school. Like I remember doing dial-up in high school, <laughs> yeah. waiting for it to load. No, I was younger than that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I know that. I know that. Blaze is an old man now. I am old, and he's still better at you than hockey. And better than I, you at and hockey. Got there. Younger than D-line. Right. Oh, that's what counts. <laughs> that's what counts right there. Uh, all right. So. We are, of course, brought to you by many amazing companies, specifically <laughs> Green Mountain Dental Group. Go over there, get a cleaning x-ray and exam from them. They will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush just for taking care of your teeth. Look, nobody likes going to the dentist. I think that's just a fact, but it's something you got to do. Trust me, not taking care of your teeth is really bad. You end up having a lot of problems. Go to Green Mountain Dental. They'll take care of you. They get you all set up. They do great work. They really look after you. They'll make sure to remind you about appointments and things like that so you don't miss them. Everyone who switched has loved what they do. Go check them out just 15 minutes from downtown over in Lakewood. Again, they're just amazing at what they do, and we'll give you a free Sonicare toothbrush just for taking care of your teeth. So jump on the Green Mountain Dental train, and then, you know, you do some good. You make sure you're taking care of your teeth, and then you have some fun. You go get yourself some Breck Brews. Yes. Make sure you get your Breck Brew at your local liquor store. Use the Breck Beer Locator online to find it near you. Or if you're here in Denver, go to the bar. We got eight different kinds on tap. They've got a flavor for everybody. Go check it out. Go get one. They're delicious. Can't recommend the Avalanche enough. <laughs> it's, it's a good beer. I don't know what else you want me to say. Who doesn't like good beer? It's, it's dope. When the Avs score two in the first period, they'll give you a free beer when you go to breckbrew.com. They're two for a brew promotion. Hang on to your receipts. It's great. Everybody wins. Everything's awesome. I don't know what else to tell you. Breck Brew's great. That's that's the simple answer to that one. So go get yourself a Breck Brew. Have a good time while you're watching an Avs game. Get some Breck Brews at the game when we go on the party bus or at the bar before or after. Either way. It all works. Third period. The DNVR. <laughs> the, the party bus. 
Uh, me and the wife got a hotel room down here as well. Oh, so you're going hard. Oh, we're, we're going. You're going hard, hard in the paint. So get ready for it. Yeah. So this this is you got to keep up with Blaze on Party Bus now. <laughs> that's the that's the rules now. Well, we can play a, a a hockey night on that night as well if you want. Like Ooh. drinking with the hockey team. Let's go. I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready. AJ uh, gonna be back for it? No, AJ's too cool for us. Especially without a passport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've had some trouble. You've had some trouble lately. AJ's stuck, stuck in, in Canada. Canada. Hopefully uh, Canadian bacon doesn't come true and the war breaks out between both uh, nations. You're screwed. I think we're good on that one. Thanks for that lovely thought there, Blaze. Well, I'm just saying, if you haven't seen Canadian bacon, it's a great movie. I don't, AJ would be the inside agent for the USA, I think. Yeah. Oh, United States is in trouble. I know nothing. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. We got some super chats to get to. $5 from Ryan. We would have won if we all had DNVR rubber. Oh, I, man. That was a conversation tonight. Guess I, so. I'm not saying they're coming. No, they're. No, I'm, we can say it. So we are going to run them. It's going to be a pre-order. Limited edition. Limited edition. So when it comes out, we'll let you guys know. But you have to order them then because it's going to be a pre-order and then we're going to run them. One time only. That means everybody that's in the bar tonight from my fantasy hockey league had better buy them. Yep. They were here. That's the whole conversation. They're going to be black with white stitching. So kind of like the white stitching for the DNVR logo that you see here. We All will I'm show saying, you. Look, my only opposition to this is that once upon a time when we were like, oh, would you guys like these hoodies? And a thousand people were like, oh, my God, fuck yeah. And we sold like 19 of them. Yeah, that's what me and, and Eric was like, hey, <laughs> that's why we kind of learned like you you stick to the to, you know, do your bread and butter here. And that's why I've been anti robe. because <laughs> Everybody thinks that robes are great until. You gotta spend sixty-five dollars yeah. on them. That's what me and Eric called theoretical bucks. <laughs> so when we were when we first started, right, and we were selling them outside of stadiums, you know, the guys that were hawking shirts, hawking shirts. Yeah, literally. we'd always get the guys that'd be like, "You gonna be here after the game? Love that shirt. I'm gonna buy it." And we're like, "Sweet money in the bank," because that dude's not coming nope. back. <laughs> nope. Uh, $10 from RTV Productions. Tough loss, but conspiracy theory. As perfectly lo- purposely lost this game so Vancouver can get into the postseason and Avs have an easy-ass first-round opponent and save breath for the second. Look, I'm did, not, did I not say that yeah, before? I'm, I'm not saying this conp- conspiracy theory <laughs> is true, but this game was bad for Vegas. Bad for Vegas. Just saying. It was bad for the Vegas Golden Knights that Vancouver won tonight. I basically Her. said the same thing before the pod started. You did. You did. <laughs> Can confirm. Record, Vegas has so many more games played than the teams they're competing with for the last spot that almost all games are going to be bad for them at this point. Yeah. True. I True. just I fear them getting healthy. Like, like Dallas has that four doesn't games matter. In hand. The thing is, yeah. like, even if Vegas gets healthy with Dadnov, they don't have the cap space to put yeah, the well, healthy guys on their lineup. What is like four hundred thousand yeah. cap space right now? Yeah. Sweet. So it's we'll true. see. We'll see. I don't. What's What's next? Five dollars from Josh. Uh, I love the three and a half minutes of effort from the boys out there. <laughs> Let's use that saved energy on Philly. Weird that Blaze and Allie share a birthday. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Oh, um, man. Evan did Allie so yeah, dirty. Yeah. It's hilarious, by the way, but so dirty. That's the way it goes. <laughs> so, that's the way you take it. I don't... It feels like the Avs just didn't convert their chances tonight. Yeah. At, at times, yeah, I felt like maybe there could be a little more effort. I think in the second period, especially, it got a little cruise controlly. But puck wasn't going in for them in the early stages. They pushed back after they went down two nothing, and ultimately, again, <sighs> this is a team that the playoffs are what count at this point, yeah. right? 
Let's just be honest about That's it. That's the measuring stick right yeah. now. The regular season is whatever at this point. Like, they have to make it past the second round. They have to go far in the playoffs for anyone to think that this year is successful. I'm I'm at the point where it's cup or bust for this year. Yeah, and certainly anything less than a conference finals would feel like disappointment. No doubt. Absolutely. Um, five dollars from Jordan. For the Blaze birthday shot, thank you, sir. Much appreciated. We've had a few. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably have one after. Yeah, we're, it's, and it's, then we're gonna hang out here for a while. I'm not driving home anytime soon. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Maybe it might be what it is. Uh, Five dollars from Blake. Need better out of your stars, Nate. Especially so sick of the high risk, low reward, low hockey IQ plays from him and Miko. I actually didn't mind Nate tonight. I, I thought you Nate know, was okay. I think I think uh, I tweeted out that I, the the cuteness factor drives me a little crazy. It does. It does. But they're driving the entire goddamn bus. Yep. They, right the offense is through them one hundred percent. Yeah. They're not getting any real help here I, from much of anybody. I mean that those guys you're talking about um, Taves, Macar, like yep, you're getting nothing. All of them, man. Like you're all these dudes are just. I, they're they're all of the offense right now. So like I understand nitpicking McKinnon's game because he has the puck all game and he's such a special talent. But I just can't. I. It's it's like hey, these are things that bother me, but all these other things, I can I. Mm, the, well, all these other guys that need that that and, have got to step up and play. And if we're really going to that level, if we're really nitpicking that hard, I'm pick nitpicking Miko way more than Nate. Yeah, Miko is the guy that you're constantly watching skate out of the slot to try and do some cute shit. Yeah, and you're like Miko, hockey doesn't have to be that complicated, bud. There was a Dude, clear goal I, where he deferred tonight. Yeah, yeah. He that little tip that. He, uh, he made the hit the post. Yeah, I told I told Z the other day when he tried that he tried that chip against the Oilers. Yeah, I said I think he would rather score thirty five goals doing shit like that than shooting one timers <laughs> or just beating goaltenders yeah. like he, he just refuses to do it at times. I yeah. I just think I just think he prefers that. To be honest with you, I actually ain't have a big problem with Miko tonight. Uh, I it's funny because I'm I just got done saying like. Oh, I don't want to nitpick those guys, but I was way more frustrated by McKinnon tonight. I, I disagree, but... But I also think McKinnon has, like, the world's most aggressively negative body language. Oh, for sure. That's 100% true there, yeah. It's impossible for that not to stick with you where you're just like, I want to be so mad at this dude right now <laughs> because, oh my... And, well, like... Yeah, Everything every about hockey's like try hard culture discourages behavior yeah. like that. And so when you see it from a star player, you you just want to go apoplectic at all times. <laughs> and the thing with Mac is like it's not even like, oh, a dude missed a wide open net. It's like the simplest uh dude fumbled the pass a little bit and McKinnon is like massive shoulder roll and you're like <laughs> Okay, calm down, Mac. Helmet <laughs> towards the sky. Yeah. 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 Like he even did it on an offside. Yeah. Where they were offside and he like dropped the puck off and then just like like raising his and I'm like, Can you let them do their jobs, man? And like you worry about yours, which is scoring, okay, Chief? Also occasionally playing defense because sometimes he just doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. Uh although like I don't. I realistically, I don't think he does anything differently on the JT Miller goal. It's just a matter of one guy saw the puck and found it. Yeah. Yeah. Before the other. Yeah, it's Max coming in backwards. Yeah. There, it's a tough spot yeah. for sure. And also, that was so inevitable after I shit talked JT Miller for scoring only <laughs> on the power play. Even strength game-winning goal against Colorado. I was like, mm, this is <laughs> yeah, been here before. In a, uh, in a world where I have to try and make the universe revolve around me, that's definitely, <laughs> that was how I did it tonight. JT Miller stole your passport. Confirm. <laughs> uh, He'd be the type to do it. $15 from Justin. Very generous. Let's go. Birthday shots for Blaze. Blaze birthday <laughs> shots. Let's go. 
Thank you very much. Is that much. a sound Thank effect you. or is that an actual party? That is a that sound effect. That is a sound effect. Oh, somebody's off. Yeah, no, they're right here. Just blowing it. That's Kira. <laughs> uh, $10 from Jordan. Are they up there? They no, were tonight. They, they all left. They went home. They had a large group tonight. It was big. There was a yeah. good party at the bar tonight, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it, Katie was in town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we hung out downstairs and watched the game with yeah, everybody. Even I watched the game downstairs as a rarity. Uh, ten dollars. Well, you didn't have any goals to club. True. <laughs> I didn't have to do much tonight. Yeah. Rudo after the first was like, "Abs making it easy on me." Yeah. <laughs> ten dollars from Jordan. How do the Avs start scoring at five v five again? Seems to have fallen off over the last month plus. I mean, I think that's a little bit of recency bias. The last three games, it feels like it's scored. Yeah. It's fallen off pretty bad, but it'll come. I, I'm not. It's not something I'm really worried about long term pucks are going to start going in for him it's not and and what makes me not worry about it is it's not for the lack of opportunity right the abs have generated numerous numerous chances they're just not finishing them right now i mean how many times did i scream shoot at higher tonight no my god (laughs) it's just one of those things like like it just happens in hockey right like there's small streaks that happen throughout the games and right now the abs are in one yep it's not recency bias so much. Uh, since February 1st, Colorado was 13th in even strength goals for. You say 13th uh, like it's not in the top half of the league. <laughs> sure, but I mean, you're talking about a team that you have sure. higher expectations. You want, yeah. You're expecting yeah. certainly top 10, if not top 5 there, for sure. So, But but to Blaze's point of there are these, these streaks happen, uh, anybody want to venture a guess at a couple of teams that are ahead of Colorado right now? If you say Arizona, I swear to God. It's 100% Arizona. So Arizona's fifth? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. They've been on a tear. Columbus is eighth. New Jersey is tenth. And uh, the Islanders are third. That's <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So that's where I'm saying, like, hey, like, yeah. there is something to this. Also, on the other side of it, though, the goals against, Colorado is fifth best. In goals against yeah. uh, at that in that in that they, same time frame and, of even strength, so it's they're not getting beat at even strength. They're just not scoring as much. Sure. Yeah, but they're also giving up less. Yeah. So defensive. This is this is how the regular season works. Yeah. Fam. The last two months of the year, you always see scoring just go scoring way the fuck drops. Down. Yeah, power plays drop. Teams start playing two one games, three two games. Yep. A lot more than during the early part of the season. So, yep. Uh, okay, five dollars from Ryan. I don't know how EJ gets in this lineup at full health. To be honest, everybody, everybody. If if I were to put it on Twitter right now between Ryan Murray, yeah. Eric Johnson, and it'd, Jack Johnson, it'd be a thirty-three percent split across it. Yeah, <laughs> did a Twitter poll. If all were healthy, who who plays? On in game one uh, of the first round of the postseason, that poll would be a bloodbath. Dead even, for sure. <laughs> everybody everybody has a strong opinion, and it's always involving, but, I don't know how you can play that guy. And then there's well, another person that feels exactly the same and, way about a different player. And, and the thing is here, you're arguing see, about... See, you're, First two responses in chat. Different guy. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't... You're arguing about... They have sixth defenseman when they're yeah. healthy. You're arguing yeah. about their last dude. That's a good place to be. <laughs> uh, very generous from Randy here. Yes. $28 Canadian. He doesn't say anything. He just said Well, he did, chat. though. He also okay. got me on Twitter. Blaze birthday same. drinks. Yeah, birthday drinks here. Thanks, man. Let's go. That's Thank awesome. you, Randy. That's extremely generous. Calling me young, too. I love it. 42? One more. 43. God, Rudolph. That's old. I know. I am old. I get it. Yeah, here. You're not that old. Your dad's 45? What the shit? We should start hanging out. My dad's (laughs) 65. (laughs) Your mom is younger than I am? Oh my, I'm leaving right now. <laughs> Ten dollars from Nom Nom. Why did we have an empty net in six minutes second period? There was a delayed penalty. Um Yeah. There were 
Vancouver genuinely took like three penalties in a row at the end of yeah. the second period. It was a it was a weird stretch. It's like Quinn Hughes kept slashing people. Yeah, <laughs> he was mad that McKinnon cross-checked him earlier. <laughs> Uh, and finally, $2 from Ryan. Uh, both Johnsons have been garbage. I don't think it was that See? bad. See? I, Everybody feels strongly about a different one. And yeah, it's just like, I hear you. Ah, okay. I, I don't think it was awful from the Johnsons. You want it better from Jack, I think, on both goals. I just think with the injuries that you have on defense yeah, you, right now, you you're You just asking, live with it. You just you're asking too it. much from exactly. them. Right? Like, if they're your third pairing, yeah. you're fine with their game tonight but they're they're playing more than they should be yep you're right supernova this game <laughs> confirms that pat was right the abs will never win the cup it's over <laughs> pack it in we're done was that pat in the chat yeah <laughs> which i was a yeah i was accused of being pat yeah yeah you confirmed blazes pat yeah that's right <laughs> very much so so, I stole my passport. It's not my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> so funny you say that. <laughs> I keep I keep quoting Bobby Hilda Z during games. <laughs> <laughs> and so funny because that's that. It's always the, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, that's pretty funny. good, AJ. <laughs> God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I, look, I'm not putting a ton of stock in this game. I don't think you two are either. No. Any any no. final thoughts here? Be better on be better on Friday against Philadelphia and all yep. well. If you win in, on Friday, like all no is forgiven. Yeah. Cares about this game at all. Yep. 100%. Just don't make a habit of bad play. It's that simple. Uh, late super chat here. Five Canadian from Ryan saying five dollars pickles for AJ. Five. Uh, can we just start calling it loonies? Five loonies. Uh, uh, five loonies. <laughs> pickles for AJ. Nope. Uh, what? What would it take for you to actually eat a pickle, AJ? More than five dollars. I know. <laughs> I, I know that Canadian. <laughs> but I like a hundred, five hundred. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Which one? I, and, and not not super chats either. I want money. I want that money to go to me you directly into your me. pocket. Yeah. yeah well, it's you gotta Venmo me five hundred dollars, and I'll I'll do a pick. I'll eat a pickle. I'll Is it on sweet it. or dill? I guess your call, man. I don't. Uh, Did you just say sweet? Yeah. Here. What kind of Get out of monster here. eats sweet pickles? Dude, grossest thing ever. Oh, agreed. Sweet pickles are poison. Dill's where it's at. <laughs> uh Okay, we're going to get out of here for the day. Yeah, happy birthday to Allie. Happy birthday to Blaze. Let's go. Everyone, go drink. Have a great time. Enjoy oh, Blaze's birthday. We're having another drink. Rudo doesn't know yet, but we're having I'm another, ready. more shots. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. <laughs> we're out of here. We appreciate all y'all hanging out. It's been an awesome two weeks. Ready for... <laughs> we're going to continue bringing you great content, but... Maybe oh, let off oh. the... Huh? Best, best Matt Damon movie? Best? Does Blaze have an opinion? Best? Or, or I, should say, I should say most underrated. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Most underrated Matt Damon movie. I said and rounders. You can't, you can't say Eurotrip because I get it. That's no, like no that's a cameo. Yeah, that's a cameo. Rounders is a good one, though. I he, like that. Well, he said rounders or dogma. But is he really part, like, he's in Dogma. Is he's, he one of the main characters? I don't know if he's a main role, but he has a decent oh, part in it. What are you talking about, dude? He's Loki. He's in half that movie. Oh, yeah, that's nah, true. But Ben Affleck's the main character there. Is it Jay and Silent Bob? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> that's a straight cameo. Yeah. Uh, I like I like rounders. I'm gonna go with rounders. Okay, I like that one. The problem that I have with rounders is that on rewatch, I don't like a lot of the scenes with Worm. Really? Mm. It 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 just it just hurts knowing what's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. Every time every time he's like, because he you could he's just like such a toxic element yeah. in his life. And For like, sure. He's done, he's done everything to 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 get right. You know, and but make all the right choices. It, it, there's and not. Life around it. That's another good one, though. The Departed. 
Departed is a great movie. He is yeah, awesome in that movie. We bought yeah, that's a not underrated. People put the Departed in yeah, like top ten for sure. movies of all definitely time. Definitely not an underrated. Also, movie. Okay, yeah, 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 definitely think underrated. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, Goodwill Hunting were, might be Hunting might be an overrated movie to be honest with you. But if we get into best Dip Matt Damon movie, what we could movie? be here all night. We bought a zoo. I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's good. Is it? Yeah. We bought a we bought a zoo is actually one of the ones I was considering, and then I I've thought never... I think Dogma I think Dogma is just brilliant. Dogma yeah. would be a lot better movie if I didn't haven't watched it fifteen times on Comedy Central. For yeah, sure. and now you can't, God, now you can't watch Lord. it anywhere. Is it What's gone? Yeah. yeah. What's the one can't... where Earth is all fucked up and he's trying to get uh, to the Elysium? Elysium. Yeah. yeah, that one's not. I'm that a big good. sci-fi nerd, so uh, like, like I, I like movies like that. That one's like a shitty Warhammer 40k. It's not it. Sure. Dude, The Martian is way overrated. We need to ban that dude. I will. I will personally fight uh, you. But The Martian. Eric, Eric's been here in here a lot, so <laughs> he can't ban him. I don't. I don't think it's overrated, but I, it's not like. A, an all-timer. Who's either. better, him or Ben Affleck? Oh, him. Ben Affleck sucks. No way. I'm Yo. all Ben Affleck. Bomb and Phantoms, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, boys. Oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> On that note, we're out of here. It's a bomb. <laughs> we appreciate all of you. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with our regular show at 1 p.m. Uh, Watch along Sunday against oh Minnesota. Tune into that uh, for times and hanging out with Rudo and stuff. On Sunday, it's a four o'clock. Sun yeah, it's a four o'clock start. Watch along against Minnesota. I'm going to go drink more. Let's go. We love you all. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>